What's up, guys? This is a new Genocide of Talk, and I want to talk to you guys right now. Um, I was going to do a podcast on this Priscilla Kelly. I know it's old news now, but at the time, with big news. Um, I'm going to go briefly into it. Um, Kelly, Priscilla Kelly uh, was facing a girl named Tuna. It's been, you know, reported on, on uh, Twitter. Um, pretty much there was a spot for anybody who don't know what spot is in wrestling terms. A spot is mean, uh, well, the spot means that pretty much, uh, anybody who is planning out a match, um, there's a specific point in time in the match where a certain thing is supposed to happen, like a certain action is supposed to happen or a certain, uh, conflict of in the match that tells the story and ties the story in with the match. Uh, supposed to happen. Priscilla pretty much um, took out a tampon, a, a bloodied used tampon, and put it in her opponent's mouth, um, screaming at her, telling her that, um, well, do you want to taste the tuna? Um, that spot has been reported to be disgusting and gross. Uh, if you check it out, I didn't retweet it on my Twitter, but you can check it out on JR's, um, Twitter feed and also Hurricane Helms retweeted it as well. Um, but yes, the pot, the spot has been proven to be fake. Um, the blood has been proven to be fake. It's not a real blood. It's not really, didn't really come out of her. It's like pretty much Mr. Sacco back in WWF times where, you know, Mick Foley would reach in his pants and grab the sock out of his pants. It's the same thing, same kind of concept. It didn't really go in her vagina, and it wasn't real blood. So, yeah, that's just to put that to rest. Um, it's the biggest thing that was reported. Uh, my intake on it is very clever, very disgusting, but very clever. It's very smart. It's very. It gets her noticed. Um, if you also don't know, Priscilla wrestled for the WWE in the Mae Young Classic last year. So... It may be a big, big chance that she might not get to go into this year's May Young Classic tournament, but at least she got some hype and relevancy out of it and continued her hype and relevancy by doing such a move and such a spot. Very clever. Um, it kind of reminds you of what women kind of wrestle in under condi- on any conditions, you know, whether they be under periods or not or a menstrual cycle or not. Um, kind of gives you an insight of what conditions that women wrestlers wrestle under. So kind of kind of very clever way and kind of a disgusting way of getting yourself over. But nonetheless, you know, we still have Joey Ryan pulling lollipops out of his fucking trousers and such. Um, yeah, and that has been reported that those are real lollipops and those really do touch his penis. So, yeah, it's been reported. Um, but... Kind of segueing off of this, uh, Kenny Omega in New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, he was reported to sign with the WWE at least uh, for a $23 million contract. Um, I think I kind of gave like an, uh, kind of like a little detail into the, the contract where it was like four to five years, but there's a little bit something more to it that the contract offered. It offered creative control. Um so he would want creative control under his wrestlers, which no wrestlers really get um creative control under their um their character. Um if creative control goes to kinda of like more like Hulk Hogan's and John Cena like veterans. So for somebody who is like uh entry entry level, regardless of his, how big his name is, for him to come into an entry level, he would have to kinda of like 
abide by their rules. So for WWE kind of throw in a creative control in his contract, that was like the biggest thing that he would want. And, you know, only he would know how his character is and how only he would know what he wants out of his character, you know, because the best way to kind of book a guy is if the guy has control over his own bookings. Um, uh, it doesn't mean that it's a good idea for some guys. Some guys do need that creative direction, but other guys who know what their character is like and know what they want out of their character and what they care and what they see out of the character doing, um, they would want creative control of their own character. So Kenny Omega was offered that, I believe, by the WWE. Other people were telling me no. I it was reported that it is true that he would want creative control, and the WWE was offering that for him, but. There was more that he wanted. He wanted percentages, more of a big percentage of um, his, if you don't know, merchandise. Uh, merchandise, they, they get actually a small percentage um, when doing merchandising. So like t-shirts, action figures, stuff like that. Um, they get a small, small percentage. The wrestlers get small percentages while the majority of the percentages go to the, to the WWE. Um Kenny Omega wanted a bigger percentage of it. Um, and I guess the WWE could not give him what he wanted. So he is now signing with AEW. Or at least that's from what it was reported. Um, the WWE contract is definitely off the table. You know, been reported by Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer pretty much said that uh, there's not going to be a WWE Kenny Omega signing at all. Um, Kenny Omega was supposed to be out of his contract in January 31st. Um, there, so there was no way he would even, even if he had signed with the WWE, he would not be able to compete in the Royal Rumble, which is took place in January 26, I believe, or something like that. Um, but yeah, he would not be able to compete in the, uh, to the, in the Royal Rumble. So there would be no point of them signing with Kenny Omega. But Kenny Omega would be able to wrestle for somebody else. Um, out, not outside of the Royal Rumble, but like after the Royal Rumble, which would be another big known pay-per-view, which would be the AEW's All-In 2. Now, Kenny Omega, reason why he was signing with them is because the simple fact is that, well, Kenny Omega, he is the biggest name, and the biggest name needs the biggest draw, and yes, the WWE would have been the biggest draw, but he has faith in his friends and in AEW, to kind of get off the ground and then some there's also been leakage of who else been signed um i'll bring that to you later on today or tomorrow um because i kind of want to make another podcast sort of aew in a separate video uh separate not video but more like separate uh podcast but yes kenny omega has a last kind of more leaned on to aew uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling also kind of tried to give him another contract. Um, it's not as big as um, WWE's, but Kenny Omega would have gotten a, um, another title shot, of course. Um, yes, if you don't know, Kenny Omega lost his World Heavyweight, his IGPW, um, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship to, uh, I forgot what his name was. Uh, it'll come back to me eventually, but he lost the title um, the night that I reported that he was World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, he already lost it. Um, he lost it, and he was acting as if it's been reported. Actually, he's been reported that it, he was actually acting as if he was kind of he was not even upset or anything. Like more like he just didn't care about the match to begin with. He didn't put all his all into the match. 
Um, it was just, I don't know, it was just really weird to watch the match with Kenny Omega where he's not putting 110% in, more like putting like maybe 95% into the match. So it was kind of weird to watch, but again, it was a not bad of a match. It was very entertaining. It wasn't a five-star match like or a six-star match like Chris Jericho versus uh, Kenny Omega, but it was still a good match nonetheless. So AEW is looking like Kenny Omega's future. Um... And a lot of reports have been saying that, you know, it's not a real company until they get a TV deal. Regardless if it gets a TV deal or not, it's still a real company. Um, they're being backed up by the Jaguar, the Jackson Jaguars. Um, I think it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, pretty much they're getting backed up by them. They're, they're dishing a lot of money out for the AEW. So AEW is definitely going to get off the ground regardless if it needs a TV, television, or whatever televised uh interests or not, AEW is still going to be a very big factor. Um, if you don't know, they might be running competition with Impact and WWE, which Impact is very heavily open and expressed to um, do any kind of wrestling um, collab. They did one, I think, with Ring of Honor. They did one with uh, Lucha Underground. Um, they're doing a lot, one, lot more, a lot more. So, only time will tell if Kenny Omega will be on Impact if he does sign with AEW. But like I said, it's been reported that by Dave Meltzer himself saying that, yeah, that contract with WWE and the $23 million contract with Kenny Omega and WWE, that's definitely not going to happen for sure. Um, we might never see Kenny Omega in WWE other than the first time he was in the WWE as a trainer, well, a trainee, um, where he had classic matches in the um training development centers um and territories but we'll never get Kenny Omega in the official WWE like at all um it would be a lifelong dream but Kenny Omega at this point in time in his career he's like 30 something years old 35 or 36 something like that he's he made a name for himself on the independent scene he made a name himself for uh in New Japan by doing the Bullet Club thing and I don't see him needing WWE. I think WWE needs him because, the, of course, WWE has nothing to lose and everything to gain. Um, they would definitely gain more viewerships. They would definitely have more um, things to do with wrestlers like Kenny Omega and being able to like kind of push him in a way um, to the moon and then some. I mean, they did AJ Styles pretty good. Well, pretty decently. Um, he lost in his first tenant or uh, tenant years of WWE, but later on WWE made him now the new face of the company and everybody loves it because he actually can wrestle and the storyline that he's being put in is very interesting. So um as far as Kenny Omega signing with WWE, that's never gonna happen as as far as it seems. Um I hate to say it, but yeah, Kenny Omega might be to AEW and we don't know when AEW is gonna be a real um televised company but nonetheless it's still a real company regardless and it's it's going to happen regardless this year um they have an all-in two and etc etc so they have a lot of few uh future events that they want to plan out and to do but yes Kenny Omega is you know pretty much not signing with the WWE um and you're going to be hearing a lot of Kenny Omega this month throughout. Um, I'm going to keep up with, to date with Kenny Omega. You guys are going to get kept up, to, kept up to date with Kenny Omega as well. And everything else in between. 
like I said, this is the biggest year for WWE because Kenny Omega has been out of his con, gonna get out of his contract this at the end of this month. Um, Kenny Omega is gonna be the biggest name to kind of like be brought up. Anything changes, like I said, we'll bring it to you live. But as far as it seems, Kenny Omega is gonna definitely sign with AEW with his boys, uh, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, and Hangman Page. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to slow down anytime soon and doesn't seem like they're going to change. Also, AEW signed a couple of new wrestlers and it's reported that some of the WWE wrestlers are going to leave to AEW as well. Um, we don't know what's true or not. We're still figuring this out. Um, but that, like I said, that'll be its own little podcast tomorrow. Um, but as of right now, I'm your host, Genocide, and we're going to end this right here. Um, also tomorrow I'm going to be talking, I'm going to give a little shine to this little shitty company, um, EWE. Um, I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little insight about what's going on with them. But anyways, this has been the Genocide Talk. I've been your host, Genocide, and I hope to see you guys in the next podcast.